Yeah. Once again, you already know what it is and you already know where you have reached. August 22nd, 2020. Your boy, your host, the founder of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, Sean Hubbard is in the house. What up, though? This is the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. Matter of fact, let me take that back. This is the number one up-and-coming combat sports podcast anywhere in the world. This is Hubbard Wrestling Weekly.com podcast. And we are so happy to be with you listening right now on iTunes. If you're listening right now on Google Play. If you're listening right now on the Hubbard Wrestling website. If you're listening right now on any of the podcast outlets that were all over YouTube, what have you. I thank you and I welcome you back to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Radio Show, live and in effect right here on SummerSlam weekend. We got a lot of good stuff happening right now. I've been away for a couple of months. My Black Lives Matter episode was my last episode until now. I'm healthy. I'm happy. Everything is good. My family is good. I pray that you and your family are happy and healthy as well. We're about to get into this very special NXT 30 prediction and SummerSlam 2020 prediction episode. Got that old school stunning Steve Austin theme music playing in the background. You know what I'm saying? Get everybody fired up for tonight. But listen, before we get into that, I got to get into this. For all you company owners, all you business owners out there that want to make sure you project your business in the best possible light on the internet, there's only one place you need to go, and that's Hospreya.com. Hoshcrayer.com revolutionizes what it takes to make sure your business pops on the internet. Web development, web platforming. My good friend Alex Bonamarte and his team are doing some amazing things. Check them out right here and right now. His information's on the very bottom description of this podcast. You know what I'm saying? A good friend of mine, and he's going to make sure your business presents itself in the best possible light on the internet. That's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. Hoshcrayer.com. Because we love tech. Yeah. So happy to be with you guys once again on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. I'm so fired up because it's been a couple months since I've been out with an episode. You know what I'm saying? But I'm happy. I'm healthy. Like I said before, I'm hoping that all my listeners out there, by the way, I do have listeners in every one of the 50 states and also some international listeners as well. I'm so humbled. I'm so thankful To all of you out there who have shown love to my podcast, you know what I'm saying? It's been beyond my understanding or beyond my wildest imagination of how successful this thing has been. And I'm looking forward to doing some more amazing things with you. I got my good friend, you know, the Mountie coming on uh, the show in a couple of weeks. You know, we're going to talk about the old uh, WCW WWE invasion that's coming up. Live and in full effect coming this September. But right here and now, we're talking about SummerSlam weekend, y'all. I know this pandemic has kicked our butt, man. You know what I'm saying? I know this pandemic has made the wrestling world a little bit different, made the sports world in in general, you know, a lot different than what we're used to. The NBA is playing in the bubble. You know, MLB is struggling right now with some new COVID cases. NFL is trying to get kicked off on time. College football is going to try and kick off, but a couple of the conferences are not going to be able to uh, to play this year. But we're still thankful, man. We still have WWE. We still have AEW. We still have some really cool. I thought that the Impact uh, Slammiversary show 
uh, last month was absolutely excellent. Shout out to Fight TV too, man. I appreciate y'all. Want to give a shout out to Joel and Ivan of Fight TV. Big shout out to my brother Conrad of Everything Pro Wrestling. My brother the Mountie, you know what I'm saying? The big homie Rambo. Shout out to Malik. Shout out to my boy Kyron. You know what I'm saying? So many wonderful people I've met in this wrestling community, man. Make sure you check out my boy Malik's show, my boy Conrad's show, you know what I'm saying? Mountie's show. Everybody's YouTube channel, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you check him out. Go to Malik. Uh, I'm going to give you information from my boy Malik. His YouTube channel is lit and his TikTok is crazy. Thousands and thousands of followers. Shout out to the bro, Malik, man. But we're going to talk right now about NXT TakeOver 30, man. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the Thunderdome. Last night, Friday the 21st of August was the debut of WWE Thunderdome. Um, first of all, shout out to AEW. AEW's been doing its thing. Um, I love John Moxley as a champion. Um, they're doing some great things. Cody Rose is a TNT champion. I love Darby Allen. There's a lot of good performers over there. Love the role model, Britt Baker, on AEW. But we're going to talk a lot about WWE this weekend because, after all, it is SummerSlam weekend. So SummerSlam weekend kicked off with SmackDown, okay? Friday Night SmackDown. And in the, I hate to call it this, the pandemic, you know, air quote, air quote, the pandemic era, all the shows have emanated from WWE's Performance Center located in Orlando, Florida. However, it was announced earlier this week that WWE would emanate from the Amway Arena, also located in Orlando, the home of the Orlando Magic, and that they would be debuting a concept called the Thunderdome. Uh, nobody really knew what it meant, but we found out last night what it meant. Thousands, maybe not thousands, but hundreds at least of TV screens, you know, virtual reality screens of fans that are tuned in to be in the building, literally have their faces on TV surrounding the ring uh, to have basically what comes down to a virtual audience, okay? Now, we know that a lot of the NXT superstars uh, have been in attendance at the Performance Center for Raw tapings, SmackDown tapings, WWE pay-per-views. I know the performers of AEW are in the crowd when they do Dynamite or their pay-per-views. But they took it to another level in WWE. I'm not going to lie. I was a bit skeptical, man. I was skeptical um, because I wasn't sure what to expect. But I got I to gotta admit, I think they got it as good as they possibly can get it. Got it as right as possibly they can get it. And what I mean by that is this pandemic era has been really rough. You know what I'm saying? Having no fans in the building... Um, the, the vibe is just not the same. Um, you know, I'm a New York Met fan. Watching Met games hasn't been the same. I'm sure watching New York Giant games coming up this fall is not going to feel the same. Um, watching Nick games coming up next year because the Knicks stink. Once again, got the eighth pick in the draft and we'll hopefully get top three. I think my team is like destined to lose forever, but that's a different story for a different day. But Watching sports without fans has been a little depressing. Um, I think the NBA, NBA has it down the best with their virtual fans in the in the building, in the bubble that they've created. And I think that's kind of probably what WWE kind of bounced off of when they created this Thunderdome. Uh, the graphics, the pyrotechnics were back last night for SmackDown. 
and I'm really I'm really excited to see how long this will last. I know it's just going to be for SummerSlam weekend. It was in effect for SmackDown. It will be effect in effect tomorrow night at SummerSlam, and it will be in effect on Monday, uh, August 24th for Raw. Um, NXT will not be in the Thunderdome. NXT will be in full sale, you know, and, and to be exact, the uh, WWE Performance Center is in Winter Park, Florida. And they will bring forth their 30th takeover, and that's a big number, man. NXT takeover 30, and I think it's shaping up to be a pretty darn good show. But before I get into that, kudos to WWE for the Thunderdome. I think the presentation was really cool. Um, like I said, you got it as right as you possibly could get it. Um, it's not the same as having fans in the arena, God willing, uh, you know, by the grace of God, hopefully us fans, us journalists will be back in the building sooner than later, but who knows how long this pandemic will last. I want to give a big shout out and much prayers to anyone who's still suffering from coronavirus. We are not out of the woods yet. Be sure to wear your mask. Be sure to wear your face coverings. Be sure to protect yourselves and your family. Uh, the battle is not over. We're trusting, you know, we're trusting God that he's going to bless us to get through this thing. But while we wait, uh, protect yourselves and do the best you can to look out for each other. That being said, on tonight, 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 how cool is that to say tonight, August 22nd, the most anticipated NXT show in history, NXT TakeOver 30 will commence or emanate, I should say, from Full Sail University, Winter Park, Florida tonight on the WWE Network. And it's looking like a pretty, pretty good show. Uh, the pre-show will feature WWE, Raw, and SmackDown veterans recently back to NXT. Actually, not recently back to NXT. They've been back in NXT for a while, but Breezango, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze against Lorcan and Birch, who also will face off against uh, Wilden and Mendoza in a triple threat tag match to determine the next number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championship. I, I think it'll be a good, you know, display of athleticism in this match. I do believe that uh, Breezango will come out on top. I think they would be a fun number one contender for the tag titles. I don't think they would win a tag title match, but... On the pre-show of NXT TakeOver 30, I would love to see, and I predict, that Breezango will be victorious. When the main card begins, we will have an amazing, on paper, on paper, it looks like an amazing ladder match to determine the new NXT North American champion. As we all know, if you don't know, I will tell you now, the NXT North American Championship is currently vacant. Keith Lee forfeited the title after winning the NXT title. Um, I thought it was going to be a situation where, uh, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I thought it would be a situation, I'm a little disappointed that um, Keith Lee did not hold on to both belts. I thought that he was going to defend both belts simultaneously. Uh, he defended both titles uh, the following episode of NXT after he won the title from Adam Cole, but that did not last very long. He vacated the title, and now that has led to a series of, I guess you could say, playing matches where the six men I'm about to bring uh, to the table right now, one, two, three, four, five, excuse me, five men that are coming to the table 
uh, won matches to get their foot in the door for NXT North American Championship match to be a part of this ladder match at NXT TakeOver 30. Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and the Velveteen Dream will attempt to climb the ladder and become the next North American Heavyweight Champion in NXT. Velveteen Dream has been there before. Johnny Gargano has been there before. Both of those men will be attempt to become the first ever two-time NXT North American Champion, along with Cameron Grimes, Damian Priest, and Bronson Reed. I believe that the winner of this match will be Johnny Gargano. I love his new heel persona. I love what his wife uh, has been doing with her heel persona, and I think it will be a really good thing to see her become a big-time player in the women's division. I think it would be a really cool thing to see Johnny Gargano once again become the North American heavyweight champion. That is my prediction. Johnny Gargano becomes the next North American heavyweight champion. Even though I would love to see Velveteen Dream win it, win it back too, I would not be mad if I was wrong. But I believe uh, Mr. Gargano will come out on top. Next up, the NXT women's champion. Io Shirai will go against Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez in her corner. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Has Dakota Kai stepped her game up since becoming a heel back last November? She is really, really doing her thing. And I'm telling you something right now. The fact that she's in a championship uh, match with Io Shirai, who arguably is the hottest, as far as talent-wise, hottest female in all of WWE right now, other than maybe Bailey and Sasha. Um, I really love the Dakota and Shirai matchup. And I think Dakota will win the title. I think Dakota, I don't think she'll win clean, but I think Dakota Kai will cap off what has been an amazing six to eight month run with a championship victory. If Io Shirai retained, I would not be surprised, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Dakota Kai will be our next NXT women's champion. Uh, Karrion Cross with Scarlett, the beautiful Scarlett. Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Will challenge. Keith Lee for the NXT world title. <sighs> I'm torn, man, because Cross is on fire right now. Um, I think Scarlett is amazing. Not only a gorgeous female outwardly, but I think her managerial skills are pretty darn good. Keith Lee retains. Keith Lee retains. I say that with a little bit of hesitance. I don't think Keith Lee's run is the world champ of NXT. I call him the world champ, excuse me, the NXT champ will come to an end tonight. Um, Keith Lee will retain, but I do believe that Karrion Cross is a future NXT champion. I'm saving a certain match for the end uh, on purpose, so bear with me, okay, guys? Then we have Finn Balor against Thatcher in a one-on-one -on -one contest. I'm not really going to go into great detail about this match. I think Finn Balor comes out on top. I do think that Finn Balor should have been in the NXT North American Championship ladder match. However, that's not the case. We found out on NXT this past week that he would not be in the match. Uh, Velveteen Dream got the win. I'm a big fan of Velveteen Dream, but I think Finn Balor as the North American champ would have been cool. But I do think that Finn Balor does defeat Timothy Thatcher tonight at TakeOver 30. Now... I think this match has been put together so well. I never would have thought it possible, but man, Adam Cole 
Bebe will defend the honor of NXT, will defend the honor of the Undisputed Era, will defend the honor of professional wrestling in general, because he will go up against a wrestling novice in Pat McAfee, former NFL Pro Bowl punter, but someone who last week on NXT had a pretty darn good promo. That was really good mic work by Pat McAfee, and combine that one with, with him knocking out Adam Cole a couple of weeks ago with that foot. I'm intrigued by this match, and I'm going to go out on a very big limb on this one. I know I went out on a limb with Johnny Gargano winning the NXT North American title. I definitely went out on a limb with Breezango winning the number one contender tag match. Uh, You know, who knows? Like, I guess you could say I went out on a limb on a couple Dakota Kai's, kind of like a bold prediction. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going on record right here and now. Pat McAfee wins this match. I said it. Bam. I said it. Pat McAfee will shock the world and defeat Adam Cole at NXT 30. And I think it's going to culminate a wonderful night in WWE. It's going to culminate one of the best NXT takeovers we've seen in a long time. I thought In Your House was really good. But I think tonight will be even better. I'm looking forward to NXT TakeOver 30. So just to review, Johnny Gargano becomes the next North American champion. Dakota Kai becomes the next women's champion. Breezango will win the number one contender triple threat tag team match. Keith Lee will retain the NXT championship. Finn Balor will defeat Timothy Thatcher. And Pat McAfee will pull off an amazing, miraculous upset, defeating Adam Cole tonight at NXT TakeOver 30. Which brings us to the following night, August 23rd, Orlando, Florida, Amway Center. The first pay-per-view in WWE or first show in WWE to take place in a major arena since... The pandemic began. We're talking about SummerSlam. WWE SummerSlam live from Amway Arena, a.k.a. the Thunderdome. And the tagline for the night is, you'll never see it coming. Now, I'll tell you something. The whole out of nowhere thing, that's Randy Orton. He is challenging for the WWE Championship tomorrow night. But you'll never see it coming. And Vince McMahon said this again last night on SmackDown before he was interrupted by The Fiend. You'll never see it coming. Hmm. I've been thinking a lot about this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a, a real... If you thought my prediction about McAfee defeating Adam Cole was bold, wait until you hear what I have to say in a few short minutes. But let's get into the card first and foremost. I think a stat card. You know what I'm saying? I think... More staff than you would imagine, okay, considering the circumstances. Number one, let's talk about Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Uh, Sonya Deville upped the ante last night. We've known for a while that WWE has said that this was going to be a hair versus hair match. I'm a little confused by what I saw last night because I know Sonya Deville decided she wanted to take, up, take it up a notch and say that it was a loser-leave WWE match. I don't know if that means the loser will still have their head shaved. I'm thinking not. I think that the stipulation has changed. It's no longer hair versus hair. It's now career versus career. I don't know if Sonya Deville has aspirations in MMA elsewhere. I don't know if Mandy Rose is planning on pursuing a modeling career or going somewhere else in her life. But loser leave. First of all, I think Sonya Deville is awesome. And I think this new and improved 
Mandy Rose, who's not just this, you know, Barbie doll character, Trish Stratus wannabe. I think Mandy Rose has really stepped her game up and she's doing really, really well. So it's going to be a shame to see either one of these ladies leave WWE. I don't know who's going to win. I'll just say Mandy Rose wins because sometimes these storylines play out where the person makes the challenge, loses the match. That's the only thing I can possibly think of. Um, Sonya Deville actually was going to be my choice to lose this match anyway um, for a different reason. When when it was still hair versus hair, I honestly didn't think that Sonya Deville would mind having a short haircut. I wasn't sure if Mandy Rose would either, but according to my, you know, just my thought process, maybe Sonya wouldn't mind having a short haircut, so maybe she'll lose the match, no problem. Um, and she actually said that. <laughs> she said that on SmackDown last night. I wouldn't care if I was bald or not. So that was kind of going along the lines of what I was thinking. But now these two beautiful women are going to go head on head and it's going to be a loser leaves WWE match. And I think Mandy Rose, I guess Mandy Rose wins. I don't know. I, 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 I'm I, torn. I'm torn. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if either one lost, either one won. I just, I'm sad that one of them's leaving WWE. But I, I'll just say for... For just argument's sake, let's say Mandy Rose is victorious in the Loser Leaves WWE match tomorrow night at SummerSlam. Then we have Braun Strowman, the WWE Universal Champion, defending against The Fiend. Um, I like the storyline. I like Braun Strowman's new attitude, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think that Braun Strowman uh, will lose the title. I don't know if it's going to be because Alexa Bliss interferes. By the way, I love that element to the storyline. I don't know if it's because... You know, The Fiend has more family members that come out of the woodwork that help him win this match. But either way, I believe Braun Strowman loses the title and The Fiend becomes a two-time WWE Universal Champion, uh, making him a three-time overall WWE World Champion with his world title reign back in 2018. Here we go. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, the son of Rey Mysterio, with Rey Mysterio in his corner, will face off against Seth Rollins and Murphy. This one-on-one match is really interesting. When it first got announced, I wasn't really enthralled by it. But I'll tell you what. WWE's done a good job of making Dominic a legit a legit threat to Seth Rollins. You know, the kendo stick attack on Dominic to which he brought his father back. And they got a kendo stick attack on Seth Rollins and Murphy. Um, Dominic's shown himself to be a very good athlete. I thought... We, we could see the writing on the wall back in Survivor Series when Rey Mysterio challenged Brock Lesnar for the title. Rey Mysterio had his son come out. Dominic came out, did a 619 frog splash off the top rope. Very, very convincing, very athletic, very good. Dominic's the real deal. <clears throat> Will he win at SummerSlam? I say no. I don't see Seth Rollins losing a match to Dominic Mysterio on a grand stage such as SummerSlam. But I do think Dominic Mysterio will make a good effort, will put out a good a good performance, and will prove himself to be a legitimate WWE superstar. I think he's already proven himself to be a legit WWE superstar already. Now, Apollo Crews, MVP. Here's my first bold prediction of the evening for SummerSlam. Apollo Crews will lose the United States Championship. However, he will join the Hurt Business. That's right. Apollo Crews will be the newest member of the Hurt Business. He will lose the title to MVP, but he will join the Hurt Business. I believe MVP Probably, you know, deserves a chance to be a champion again after his long, you know, time away from WWE. He's been very entertaining on the microphone. 
uh, a little bit slower in the ring, but I think he can win this match. And I think the, the swerve of the night, well, not the swerve of the night, as you'll hear a little later, but one of the swerves of the night will be Apollo joining the Hurt Business. Remember, you heard it here first, HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. Uh, up next, the Street Profits. The Street Profits will defend the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship against Andrade and Angel Garza with the beautiful, beautiful Selena Vega in their corner. The Street Five Profits, I predict, will retain. I think Andrade and Angel Garza will eventually break up as a team, and Zelina will have to decide which person she will back. I think it'll end up being Angel Garza as the new wave of people that she's going to be, a uh, new wave of superstar that she's going to be managing. Um, I believe it's going to lead to a breakup between Andrade and Angel Garza, and I think that the Street Profits, along with uh, the beautiful uh, Miss Bianca Belair, in, uh, maybe in their corner, uh, will come out victorious and retain the Raw Tag Team titles. Up next, very interesting. Sasha Banks and Asuka. Actually, Bailey and Asuka will take place first. Uh, Bailey will defend her SmackDown world title against Asuka. Sasha Banks will defend her Raw title after that, as you know, evident of a victory in a Beat the Clock Challenge last night on SmackDown. Sasha Banks will face Asuka second. I predict Asuka will defeat Bailey and then Bailey, by accident, comma, on purpose, will help Asuka defeat Sasha Banks. I think Asuka becomes a double champion tomorrow night at SummerSlam. Again, she will beat Bailey. And then Bailey will come out to, you know, kind of quote unquote help Sasha and make a mistake. Like I said, accidentally on purpose. Sasha will lose and it will lead to Sasha and Bailey defending their tag team titles next week against whoever they defend their titles against. Okay. And that will be the end of Sasha and Bailey, which will finally lead to, I believe, the one on one match we should have saw at WrestleMania. Maybe would have seen at WrestleMania had the pandemic not taken place. Hopefully the pandemic does not stop us from being in Los Angeles. This year coming up for WrestleMania 37. And finally, on the bill tonight, or tomorrow night I should say, for the WWE Championship, Randy Orton will challenge Drew McIntyre. What a matchup. I think Drew McIntyre's had a wonderful run. I think Drew McIntyre has proven that he's the real deal. I think Drew McIntyre has had uh, a level of... of, of resurgence in his career, proven that he belongs in WWE, proven that he belongs in the main event spotlight, his victories over Dolph Ziggler, his victory obviously against Brock Lesnar in five minutes or less at WrestleMania, proved that Drew McIntyre is a true main event player and is living up to the hype that he had many years ago as the chosen one by Vince McMahon, then coming back to WWE after a stint elsewhere, coming in, winning the NXT title, and now the WWE title. All those accolades being said, Randy Orton will, will once again become the world champion. The WWE heavyweight champion, Randy Orton, will be successful. Even though I do believe that somebody like maybe Christian or Ric Flair, Big Show may interfere, I think they're going to make Randy Orton look big, make Randy Orton look kind of untouchable by overcoming the interference of somebody like Christian, overcoming the interference of somebody like Big Show, overcoming the interference of somebody like Ric Flair, and win the title anyway. I would have said Edge, but I'm not sure Edge is physically ready yet. 
But I do believe there'll be interference. I do believe it'll help Drew McIntyre. But I believe at the end of the day, Randy Orton will become the next WWE World Champion. I believe would be his 14th reign as WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Now, I've been kind of teasing this for the last few minutes. This is the prediction of all predictions, okay? And it's a two-in-one. It's a two-in-one. And it's something that I believe really would take WWE to another level. I believe that all elite wrestling has been the better brand since they've been on air at the same time. But, especially, let me, let me start by saying, especially since the pandemic, I think the Dynamite shows have been better than the Raw and SmackDown shows. But, you want to talk about intriguing viewer friendly ratings grabbing television you listen to this you heard it here first sean hubbard of hubbard wrestling weekly right here on itunes right here on youtube right here on google play is predicting that retribution the new stable retribution will play a factor in this night i believe it will be revealed that roman reigns is one of the members of retribution and if that's not big enough, if Roman Reigns becoming heel is not big enough, I believe the true leader of Retribution, I mean, how could the leader be anybody but Roman Reigns? If it was Roman Reigns, that'd be huge, right? Yeah, it'd be huge. But what if it was also led by CM Punk? Oh, ho, ho, ho! I said it. Tomorrow night, SummerSlam, CM Punk and Roman Reigns revealed as the co-leaders of Retribution, shaking up the entire wrestling world. That is my prediction. So just to review, SummerSlam predictions. Mandy Rose defeats Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville leaves WWE. Braun Strowman loses the Universal Championship to The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Bailey loses her SmackDown women's title to Asuka. Sasha loses her Raw women's title to Asuka. Dominic Mysterio. I don't think I even made this prediction official. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Seth Rollins will defeat Dominic Mysterio. MVP will defeat Apollo Crews. And remember, I'm saying Apollo Crews will join the Hurt Business. The Street Profits will successfully defend their tag team championship against Andrade and Angel Garza. And Randy Orton will defeat Drew McIntyre to become the new 14-time World WWE Champion. And Retribution will be revealed. And its leaders will be none other than Roman Reigns and CM Punk. This has been an amazing show. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you guys. I pray for you guys. I pray everybody's happy, healthy, taking care of themselves. Black lives do matter. Uh, lives of, you know... Everybody matters, but Black Lives Matter. Let's keep that in mind. Also, let's keep in mind being safe during this coronavirus pandemic. Keep prayerful, keep strong, and keep safe, everyone. It has been a pleasure being with you. We'll be back next month. The Mountie, the Mountie will be my very special guest as we discuss the 2001 WWE WWCW invasion from 2001. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Yo, so until then, God bless. Godspeed.
and we'll talk to you next time. It's your boy, Sean Hubbard, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. We're out of here. Peace. You have been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast, which is an original production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is an independently owned company. The opinions and ideas of its host and studio guest are theirs and theirs alone, as Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is not associated with any professional wrestling, mixed martial arts, or boxing organization. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, the very best in professional wrestling and combat sports.